Come live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. All right, welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. Um, a big thank you to Coach Dijon um, Jernigan for being on in our first hour at 6 p.m. We appreciate talking about recruiting the transfer portal. It's um, a conversation that never stops um, for sure. And former Duke quarterback Raleigh Leonard, he has transferred. He's transferred and committed now to Notre Dame. So there's a lot of movement for sure in that portal. And in um, as a matter of fact, I think Dylan Gabriel, the Oklahoma quarterback, is now um, at Oregon. A lot, a lot going on with um, early signing day next week. Let's go ahead and welcome in some of our guests. We're still waiting on Tim and Duck to get in here from the last show. Will, Har- um, Will Harris, I'm sorry. Will Lewis, how are you? I'm doing well. hope you guys had a good weekend and get ready to start your uh, Christmas shopping. Yeah, I started Christmas shopping a while ago, about to finish up. And um, I had a great weekend. The Lakers won, and the Cowboys ate some Eagles for sure. <laughs> yeah. Had some birds. Ooh, yeah. So. yeah, that's cool. <laughs> awesome, awesome, that's awesome. Let's part. welcome. Yeah, it was a great weekend. Doug Riley, how are you, sir? Hey, Francis. You just started on them Cowboys already. Duck, I was going to play the song. You know, it just sounded a little like, you know, kind of, you know. Um, so I, I, I stepped away from it. All I know is that we don't have to play Willie Nelson and mamas don't let the babies grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> that foolishness that, that Tim Moore did about three weeks or a month ago. So we're not doing that. <laughs> For sure. Okay. All, I, all I know is you need a little sweet tea, Princess. <laughs> Duck, I want to put that video <laughs> in the in the thread. I just don't want anybody to think bad of me. But that brother <laughs> ran down the street. He said, I don't want to hear anything about Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I thought I said this is Tim and Larry. I think I, I did. I, yeah. I I saw it. He I said, hey, Keyshawn. <laughs> hey, Keyshawn, I want some Papa Joe's, the big fish dinner, and don't forget my sweet tea. <laughs> oh. oh, how southern is that? And that's why I didn't send it, and now I've done it live here. I've never had it so good. Jay Hayes, save me. How are you, sir? Hi, Princess. How are you? I'm great. Good, 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 good. Uh, um, it's actually my anniversary today, so. Your anniversary? Yeah. <laughs> How long? Yeah. How many years, Jay Hayes? 30, 32. Can you believe that? Wow. No, sir. Yep. Yep. Wow. Wow. Doug, how many years you got in? As far as what? <laughs> uh, your your wedding anniversary. Well, I, I bet, look, we got... Thirty-seven, and she's been happy at least one. <laughs> I'm, I'm in your boat too, Doc. <laughs> that was bound to happen, Doc. She married a, a mountaineer. <laughs> at least she got one. <laughs> All right, Doug. No, Ricky Porter and yeah, he, Steve. He's, 
He says he's traveling from Texas, Francis. Okay. All right. Stay out of the truck stops, Ricky Porter. <laughs> Just don't go to the truck stops. <laughs> right. I'm going to open the mic up, Princess. Let's stay with you, Princess. Open mic. What you got for us? Uh, where should I start? Um, you know what? I'll just start with um, congratulations to Bronnie James, as I said last last night, you know, recovering from cardiac arrest and didn't start on Sunday, I don't think, but he did come in at the seven-minute mark and, and, and really had some impact. I look, looked a lot like his, his dad. He just don't seem to have the height. But congratulations um, to him for sure. That That warmed my heart as a mom to see a young man. You can't imagine the family and, you know, that tragedy over the summer and to see where he is now. So that's my open mic. That's what I have. Okay. Uh, Will Lewis, open mic. Okay. Maybe uh, maybe a couple of things, but um, uh, I think staying right along, congratulations. Congratulations to uh, Jalen Daniels winning the uh, um, Heisman. Um, obviously a great feat no matter what what your team record was. Uh, congratulations to him. Uh, congratulations to uh, CU, Dion, and uh, the CU staff up there for the uh, uh, economic impact that they had on the local community up there. Uh, my understanding is that uh, they made over $113 million uh, in Dion's first year here, um, just benefiting the uh, local community from everything from hotels to ticket sales and concessions and you name it. So um, definitely a big congratulations on that side of it. So, and then my, my last thing was more of a, just a throwing it out there because the um, contract is officially done now with Ohatani and the Dodgers. Um, so my understanding his contract <laughs> was a 10-year deal worth $700 million, and $600 million of it is deferred. You know, that, that sounds like a guy who likes to save money in that case. Um, so basically that comes down to, what, 70 per year, and then after taxes, since I'm sure he's in the 50%, uh, ta- you know, uh, bracket, is th- this guy's only going to make $38 million a year, so somewhere between 35 and $38 million a year. So uh, I guess that's a congratulations as well. Uh, I guess, Will, can he survive off of just 38 a year? Yeah, that's what I'm saying is he, he's obviously very thrifty. We'll <laughs> <laughs> make it work. Now, and, and I'm glad you brought up Jalen, you know, Daniels, uh, Will, because I I just read something where they said this he was probably the worst Heisman Trophy winner ever. I saw that. Yeah. Crazy. Well, why, what was? Yeah. Why did they say that? Um, that's sad. Doug, why did they say I that? I think it was somebody from uh, I think it was somebody from Florida who said it. University of Florida. Oh, okay. Did I understand? Okay. <laughs> they didn't go really in depth, Princess. I just kind of when I saw it, I just stopped right there. I said, "How how could they do a young man like that?" But yeah, beautiful family that their parents and everything. You know, congratulations to them for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, uh, did Steve make it on? No, Steve's not here. He's okay. trying to uh, get Pat McAfee a shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> he must be out. He must, must must be out at Marshalls. All right, uh, Tim, <laughs> open mic. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna go where I went last night, but I'm still I'm still upset with this Florida <laughs> State situation. I, I just think it's a tragedy what they did to these kids. Um, you know, they changed the rules uh to some degree in the middle of the game, uh, when they've never done this before and I think it's I think it makes a very sad and I it, it, I think more than anything I I hear people justifying this who are just fans of particular teams and the the arguments make no sense to me at all and I think it it's just something really disturbing about where we are in the mindset of this country that people just say well okay you know whatever the rules are we don't care these are the teams we want you know, Kirk Herstreet made made that same argument is that, you know, they they may have been deserving, but they weren't the best, and they got the four best teams. The committee got it right, you know. So there's not yeah. just, you know, some, some fly-by-night fans out there. A lot of who we listen to every weekend, you know, call games and analyze games and predict um, that are making this argument too. And, and I'm a yeah. diehard Florida Gator, but I feel bad that any team is 13-0 and 0 and to get left out. That's disrespectful to come out of that meeting after being there two or three days, and that's what you come up with. And you rationalize that that's okay um, for an undefeated yeah. team that, that's in a power five. Yeah, and you got Skip, you, like you said, Kirk Herbstreet, uh, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, uh, several of yeah. these people, uh, Paul, Feinstein, Paul Feinstein, which I kind of understand him because he's an SEC guy. I mean, I kind of yeah. get, you know, he's, he's he's doing that, you know, because that's who pays his check. Because he wanted Alabama but, uh, time bomb. Yeah, yeah. But but some of these other guys that are supposed to be rational thinkers, uh, to to justify this, it, it's, uh, just, it just, it's disturbing the mindset. Um, because isn't this what just happened? you know, a couple of years ago with, with an election that we had that was fair and, and managed and then all of a sudden certain people decided uh, we don't like that. We we're gonna we're gonna stay in power because this is who we want and we're willing to tear down the Capitol for it. there's a disturbing mindset among the people of this country that uh, bothers me, really. Okay. Yeah. Uh Jay Hayes? Open mind. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's just, it's, we were sitting there, I heard uh, Princess earlier talking about the uh, portal, and, you know, besides the portal, all these players switching schools and stuff like that, you, you have all these guys sitting out of their bowl games, uh, because mm-hmm. really, unless you're in, in the playoff, you know, what does your bowl game mean? So, uh you know, half the guys are are in the portal, and so they're going somewhere else. And the other half are out, not playing in their bowl game because they're getting ready for the draft. So, um, you know, it, it, the landscape of, of college football has changed. Um, you know, there's there's just guys moving left and right. Um, my the little school I went to, University of Idaho, lost like four players. Uh, they just got done with the playoffs on uh, Saturday. They lost their game. And uh, their quarterback, the running back, I believe a kicker and a DB, you know, just like that. So I guess if they would have won, they'd have, they wouldn't have announced. But, you know, as soon as, as soon as their game was over, they – 
they are in the portal. So uh, I hope I hope all these guys have a place to land uh, when it's all said and done. But uh, you know, last year I guess a lot of kids that went in the portal didn't have places, and uh, I, I would imagine the same thing is going to happen this year. It would be interesting to see uh, when the final numbers come out what uh, the uh, tally is of guys that have a place to land and guys that are going to want to come back and uh, wish they had never left. I know uh, the quarterback who had played at Oklahoma State last year uh, went in the portal and after he got in there, he wanted to go back to Oklahoma State and uh, Gundy wouldn't let him back and he ended up being <laughs> back at Old Miss. So, you know, there, there's just bad experiences for these kids. They're, they're getting a dose of reality, uh, you know, maybe before they would have uh, in, in normal society. Uh, you know, usually in college you get to, uh, you know, be in la-la land until you're about 25, and and these guys may be getting some reality of uh, all of a sudden your NIL isn't what you thought it was going to be or, or you have none at all. So uh, I'm just interested to see what all this is going to happen and then the guys that are preparing for the draft, you know, because they came out early or what have you. So it's just interesting to me. Duck, I have a, just want to make a comment. First of all, I don't understand why kickers would enter the transfer portal. They should be happy that they have um, a scholarship, but maybe I'm just hard on kickers. But um, Carson Beck, Carson Beck is asking for four million at at Georgia to stay. He said if he doesn't get that in NIO, at least four million, then he he's he's transferring out. How about that? Yeah, live leverage where you are. Yeah, uh, Prince, you and Jay both brought up something interesting, you know, especially with these bowl games. With so many guys not playing in the bowl game, they they even changed the name down here in Charlotte from the Mayo Bowl to what the hell bowl? <laughs> really? No, I can't do it with you, Doc. I can't do it. With you. All right. Let's stay with let's stay with Jay Hayes. What what pro games pro, uh, pro games did you watch this weekend? Um, I watched them all, Doc. <laughs> it was you know because I I have the uh, what is it uh, YouTube right? So you can okay. I can watch almost every game, and uh, but the the two that I really paid a lot of attention to were the two the two Monday night games last night. Um, you know, the Giants uh, game uh, was, was the, I thought, an interesting game um, with the Packers, you know. Uh, Packers really didn't play great, but they got it together at the end, took the lead. The Giants were able to go down and kick a field goal. I thought DeVito did an excellent job just managing the game, playing within the game. I, and I thought, you know, when he 
was interviewed after how composed he was and all that, it, it really did a heck of a job um, for all the hype that was going on before the game with his agent in an all black pinstripe suit, you know, uh, <laughs> that was, that was bizarre. I thought, but, uh, you know, I, I, I love the fact that, uh, that, that his whole entourage is, is eating that up and, and, uh, you know, they're, they're going to turn that into another Sopranos, uh, spinoff. Yeah. You know, it, I, you know, I'm surprised that the Giants are, have been able to win five games as bad as they were at the beginning of the year, you know, when the Cowboys beat them and, uh, whoever else beat them early in the year. I mean, they scored like six points or something those first couple games. They were just so, so bad. But they seem like they're riding the ship in with the backup quarterback. Um, kind of the same thing with the Titans uh, as they were able to beat the Dolphins last night. I I was, I was, had both of those on, on the double screen for a while, and then uh, I, I went exclusively to the Giants game because the – Titans were just giving the game away. I was like, ah, oh, this game's over. And uh, mm-hmm. Giants, I switched back to the Dolphins-Titans game, and, the, you know, the Titans got a chance to win it, and they, they just kind of methodically went down and, and did it, you know. Uh, and and I, I, I was sitting there watching Mike Vrabel, you know, talking to the kid as he had fumbled the punt, muffed the punt. And uh, I used to coach Mike <laughs> at the Steelers, and you know he was he was one of those guys you had to like tell him, "Hey, Mike, shut the f up," you know, because he, <laughs> he'd be like dog cussing guys, uh, and you know, being you know he'd tell me, "Jay, you know, get these guys." I was just uh, my first year in the NFL. You know, he'd be, Jay, tell those guys. I'd be like, Mike, shut the hell up. We, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't need you telling me to tell them. I, I'm telling them, you know, but I, I, I could see him just getting after that kid. You know, I felt bad, bad for that kid. It, it was a really bonehead move on his part to even try to touch that ball. But he did. Yeah. And they overcame it. I thought they they were falling apart at the seams. I I thought for sure they were going to get blown out, but they somehow held on and, and won the game. So, uh, you know, Levitt uh, did a great job. You know, keeping his composure, throwing that pick. You know, he's lucky. He's lucky he didn't get concussed uh, when he threw the pick. That guy ran him over. Just about broke his neck uh, down there at the goal line. That defensive lineman that intercepted the screen uh but uh you know it it they they just fought the, the whole game and, and end up winning it at, at the end so uh two two nail bite biters i thought thought those were two pretty good games okay uh precious who did you watch listen there wasn't but one game on i don't know what jay's talking about for sure um uh, and that's the eagles <laughs> and the cowboys you know oh, boy. <laughs> Okay. I um, watched that one too, Chris, but the Cowboys killed them. <laughs> you know? They sure did. Yeah. 
Don't forget my sweet tea. Um, So (laughs) I do want to say, though, that DeVito, that whole family in the stands, um, you know in New York they were at Italian restaurant afterwards. They turned it out. They just shut it down for sure. Um, They were kissing each other, smoking cigars, kicking his tail, and then the dude in the pinstripe. It looked like mafia for sure. Like, okay, what you doing? <laughs> they stayed um, in Jersey, princess. They stayed in Jersey. They didn't go. To oh yeah, Jersey. eating a slice, <laughs> eating a slice of pizza, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they were in Hoboken there, somewhere over there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the the best thing I can say is that I was able to watch the entire Dallas Eagles game. Um, I, I think there's, I think Jalen Hurts may be hurt more than we know. But for the Eagles with that offense to not get in the end zone um, is amazing. And, um, you know, and, and shout out to the kicker. I just knocked him um, in college, but the kicker had three field goals over 50. One was 59 or something like that. But I also thought that Dak Prescott looked calm and he looked good. He was really zipping the ball. So a good win um, for sure. But now comes the gauntlet. They have to go to – Buffalo next week and then to Miami. But um, I'm like the Eagles, I mean, the Cowboys saying running down the street, we're headed to the Super Bowl. We're headed to the Super Bowl. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Will, who did you watch? Yeah, I did manage to catch a a couple, a little bit of a couple games, starting with the uh, Seattle-San Francisco game. and for me, man, Seattle seems like they're more interested in, in fighting and brawling and proving they're tough guys <laughs> and, and just playing the game. And they're not winning the game and they're not winning the fight. So they actually should be should be should count as two losses. Um, but, yeah, in the San Francisco game, uh, you know, McCaffrey on the very first play of the game had the 72-yard touchdown, and then they just, you know, continued to beat up on them uh, right after that. But San Francisco seems to be back in rhythm and, kind of looking forward to a San Francisco-Dallas situation, uh, you know, once Philly gets bounced out of the out of the uh, scenario. So, uh, But, yeah, I, I think uh, that was an interesting game. Then, you know, certainly saw the Bills-Chiefs game. Um, you know, not a lot of good things going on for the, for the Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes, I think, threw his 11th interception. Uh, obviously had the, the, uh, the meltdown at the end. Um, and, and I can see why he had a little bit of the, the meltdown. It wasn't so much that uh, he was blaming the rest for the wide receiver being in the neutral zone as much as he was blaming um, the wide receiver for being in the neutral zone, but play Von Miller whole body being in the neutral zone. So I think that's kind of where the, uh, you know, the, the total meltdown came. Uh, and the Bills were just, uh, I think, consistent, uh, made plays when they had to, um, confused the Chiefs. Uh, Bill's defense played well and confused the Chiefs on offense, so they they uh, they managed to get the uh, get the win. Um, the other game that I had a chance to to watch, I'm not sure was if it was a uh, um, well, you tell me. It was the Raiders versus Minnesota. I think the final <laughs> score was zero to three, but I think it was football, yeah. right? It wasn't hockey or soccer or baseball. It was a football game, right? Uh, but it ended up being zero to three. It was a, it was a heck of a game. I was hoping to be zero to zero at the end. Um, so. That one was interesting. And then, you know, the game last night, the Tennessee game, Miami game. For Miami, you know, still winning the game with – winning the game by 14 points uh, with three minutes to go and then just falling apart. Uh, and part of it, you know, was Miami 
um, underachieving, but I think you still have to give uh, Will Levis and, and the Titans their due. Um, he made some big-time throws. He, he made some runs when he had to. He got the ball to the right guy because DeAndre Hopkins is still unbelievable, right? The, the yep, body control in his route, the ball skills, the, the hand-eye coordination, he, he just did some phenomenal things. You know, throughout the you know throughout that game, just kept on showing up. So, um, so yeah, I think uh, congratulations to Will Levis and to the Titans. I think that guy's gonna make it tough for Tannehill to get back on the field. Okay, uh, Tim. Yeah, I watched uh, Buffalo and uh, Kansas City, um, and I'm not a fan of either team really. Uh, my brother's the biggest Kansas City Chief fan in in the world. And um, but I was uh, I was actually glad Buffalo won. Uh, watching them ever since they played Philadelphia, and they are a pretty good football team. They just had some bad breaks this year, and I hate to see them not make the playoffs. I'm glad that they're back in the mix again. Uh, and I thought they pretty much controlled most of the action against Kansas City. That was that was a, a, a really good ball game. I thought. Uh, and and Kansas City needs to kind of look in the mirror. I think. Um, if, any, if you all remember, and I know you all are sports fans and pay close attention, two, three years ago, um, they missed going to the Super Bowl because D. Ford lined up offsides on the defensive side of the ball. Um, yep. I don't know if it's something in the water in Kansas City or what, but he was offside. Um, so, anyway, I watched that game, and then the Dallas-Philadelphia uh, game, I was stunned. Uh, Cowboys looked very impressive, and I was surprised at how they manhandled uh, Philadelphia for most of that ball game. And then last night, um, Miami and um, uh, Tennessee, um, I'm not convinced that Miami is a legitimate contender. Uh, I think they've got a flashy offense, um, but uh, when the, uh, the little guy's not in there, um, they, uh, they struggle, and I'm not sure their defense is up to snuff with the rest of the teams in the, uh, at the top of the AFC. Okay, I'm going to stay with you, Tim, because uh, you, you're going to take over the pro game. Okay. Um, let's, uh, let's look at Minnesota and Cincinnati this week. The Vikings uh, lost their, uh, their star receiver. Um, they had started making a comeback. Cincinnati looks like they're trying to, trying to eke out some victories here. Uh, what are you thinking, Will Lewis, with uh, Minnesota and uh, Cincinnati? Yeah, I think um, uh, there's kind of two teams – Going in, in different directions. Um, Minnesota's starting to struggle mightily, you know, with their quarterback situation. Uh, so they'll make a, a, a move, I think, and, and, and throw uh, Nick Mullins in there and see if they can get him get him going, you know, just kind of jumpstart their offense. Uh, Dobbs has struggled the past couple of weeks in making plays. So um, I think – and then, you know, again, you, you think things are going to go well and you get Jefferson back, and then in the same game he comes back, he gets hurt again. So – very, very well may lose your, your top playmaker as well. And then Cincinnati, I think they've kind of gotten, I wouldn't say used to having um, uh, Joe Burrows out of the offense, but Jake Browning is playing and executing their offense as, as well as possible. Um, you know, sometimes you, you, you lose a guy, a superstar, you have people step in and everybody plays a little bit better. Um, so I think Cincinnati's um, got a chance to, to be that type of, that type of story. Um, uh, following uh, Jake uh, Jake Browning, so I think he, he's smart. He's not overly overly talented, but he makes good decisions. Um, he's mobile enough. He does enough to to keep people uh, keep people honest. And they still have a, a pretty good set of weapons offensively, um, and, and the defense that plays well. So um, 
I would say Cincinnati wins this one, um, and uh, Minnesota is going to continue to struggle. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, Rob Riddick, is he related to you? Is he his cousin or something? Yeah, our mothers are sisters. So, yeah, he's my first cousin. Ah, okay. Well, one of my teammates said that to me the other day, and I didn't know whether that was true or not. Anyway, um, that's even neither here nor there. Uh, Jay Hayes, what do you think in Cincinnati and Minnesota? Um, I think the Bengals will win that game. I'm in agreement with Will. Uh, and I think Browning is coming around. Their defense is playing better. Um, and the Vikings, I, I saw they're, you know, not going to start uh, uh, Dobbs this week. They're going to go with another quarterback. So uh, I, I just think they're kind of floundering a little more uh, right now. And the Bengals are trying to get back in, into the playoff picture with Browning, although he did hurt his thumb at the end of that game and AJ McCarron may be playing. So, and, and, you know, I I was there in Cincinnati with AJ and then I coached against him in the XFL. He's very capable also. So, um, you know, I I just see the Bengals winning that game over, over the Vikings. Former Alabama guy, right? McCarron? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Duck, what do you think in uh, Cincinnati and Minnesota? Yeah, uh, both Jay and uh, Will made great points and stuff. I was hoping that Dobbs could be that good field story, you know. But uh, you got to go with Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is starting to hit stride at the right time. So I'm with them. I take Cincinnati. Okay, Princess Cooper, what do you think in Cincinnati and uh, Minnesota? Man, my government name, um, the entire one. So um, I'm I'm gonna go Cincinnati. I think the revolving door with the Vikings is it's just terrible. And and I was really hoping, like Duck said, the feel good story with Josh Dobbs, um, but maybe that is run out. They're gonna start Nick Mullins, but I'm gonna go with uh, Cincinnati. Whether it's McCarron or Browning, I, I think they have the better shot. Okay, Princess, let me stay with you. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers look like they're really in bad shape. Uh, they're going to get the Colts, who uh, didn't look great this week, but they had started to show some signs. What are you thinking there, Pittsburgh and uh, Colts? Yeah, I think the Steelers are headed the other way, so I'm going to go with I think that's Minshew and the Colts and, and, and see what happens, but that's, I'm going to predict they, they'll win that game. Okay, well, Lewis, what are you thinking, uh, Pittsburgh and uh, the Colts? Yep, I'm in agreement. Uh, I think Pittsburgh has – has a whole lot of issues. You know, I mean, whether it's uh, Pickett or whether it's Trubisky, a quarterback, um, you know, not a whole lot of excitement or playmaking ability on, on that side of the ball. And then they're starting to you know, get some injuries on the defensive side. So that's taking its toll. So, yeah, it, the Steelers don't look much like the Steelers by any means. And then uh, the, the Colts, you know, they, they can get off to a slow start, but they can also get going a little bit. And they've got some guys who can, can make some plays. And uh, Minshew is not – Shy. He's a, he's a, he's another one who's not necessarily an overly talented player, but he's got a uh, you know just a little bit of an it factor um, where he, he he doesn't back down and he plays tough, he plays hard, he makes throws, and I think the, his team rallies around him. So uh, I would go with the Colts. Okay, Jay Hayes, uh, the Steelers and the Colts. 
Um, I, I'm in agreement with uh, Will. You know, uh, I know this for a fact. Trubisky's playing. He can't beat you. Uh, he'll, he'll, <laughs> lose, he'll lose a game for you. He ain't going to beat you. Uh, <laughs> I've seen him do it. <laughs> Schottenheimer used to say that you know, the NFL is an eight and eight league. Now it's a either a, a nine and seven <laughs> league or a, 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 it, it, it's just you know it's a five hundred league and it, it, that's just what it is. Um, you know, and teams can do what they do, and they're going to be you're going to be right there. So. You know, this is a pick 'em game. I think it's you know it's the Colts are two two and a half point over unders only forty forty two and a half uh, for the game. So no Vegas doesn't think anyone's going to score many points and uh, it's going to be pretty tight. So uh, you know, I I kind of hope the Steelers win because I'm I'm a Mike Tomlin friend and and fan. Um, but you know, I, 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 they're just playing with Trubisky. I, whew, he, he's, he's not the guy. He's not the okay. guy. Okay. Okay. We realize Jay Hayes is not a Trubisky fan. Um, Doug, <laughs> Doug Riley, what are you thinking? The Steelers well, the I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Steelers because I, they need this game. I want Tomlin to keep that winning going and. uh they might they might they might bring in Cliff Stout. Uh, <laughs> that's a blast. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Doug, let me stay with you, um, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> let me stay with you, Doug. Uh, Houston, um, they stubbed their toe a little bit last week, and Tennessee, uh, you know, turned things around last night against Miami. What do you, what do you think is going to happen there? Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen with CJ. I know he's in uh, concussion protocol, and and I'm hoping that he could come through. But right now, the way Houston play compared to the way Tennessee play, I got I got to lean with Tennessee. Okay, Princess. So we've got the Houston Texans against the old Houston Oilers. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about CJ Stroud, but. Um, I'm gonna go Tennessee since they're they're riding high, um, for sure. Okay, Will Lewis, uh, Houston against Tennessee. Yep, I'm in agreement. Uh, Tennessee, uh, I think Tennessee's kind of got a little bit of a momentum going right now. Uh, they've got some pretty good weapons. The young quarterbacks playing well. Hopkins is making plays for them. King Henry's running the ball down people's throat, and they're as a, as well coached on defense as any other uh, defense in the league. So. I would say Tennessee over the uh, um, Texans and, uh, you know, hoping Stroud gets back in it because I think he was, you know, legitimate MVP candidate. So hopefully he gets back and he's healthy and uh, and all that. But Tennessee will out physical Houston. So going with the Titans. Okay, Jay Hayes, uh, Tennessee and Houston. You know, the Titans are 4-2 and two at home, so they've played better at home. They're, they're, they weren't good on the road. That was the first game they won on the road last night. <laughs> um, so with that being said, with C.J. 
you know, he's probably not practiced. He's probably not going to practice tomorrow. Um, maybe not Thursday. Um, you know, I'm going to pick Tennessee. Okay. Uh, let me stay with you. Uh, Dallas and Buffalo, two teams that seem to be uh, starting to get their stride uh, here late in the season. Uh, what do you think there? I think they're playing in Buffalo. Yeah, they are playing in Buffalo. And um, um, the Cowboys are 3-3 three and three in away games, and Buffalo's 5-2 and two at home. They played better at, on the, at home. Um, you know, but Dallas is hot. I mean, they're, they are playing well. Um, you know, I, I'm going to go with Dallas. Just, uh, I think they're, you know, Dak is playing great. The defense is playing well. Um, you know, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, and Buffalo's played good two weeks in a row. I can't see them doing it three. Okay. Princess Cooper, I've got a cousin in uh, Grand Prairie, Texas, who's been for the last two weeks putting on his Facebook page just simply Rain Dakota with three exclamation points. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking? Uh, what are you thinking, uh, Dallas and Buffalo this week? <laughs> wow. You know what? I'm worried because um, it's cold in Buffalo, and they, they have to head there, and their record as Jay pointed out, it's not as good on the road. But I also think that Dallas is hot right now and that Dak looks pretty good. I'm going to go with them. But, um, and I like what Jay said, too. He didn't think that Josh Allen and the, and the Bills can do three in a row. So I'm going to go with Dallas uh, by a field goal. Okay, Princess just uh, made an understatement. It's cold in Buffalo. I remember when I lived in Cleveland, I had a I had a client in Buffalo and uh, had to call him and tell him I wasn't going to be able to make it over there for the meeting because it was snowing in Cleveland. And he said, "Don't worry about it." He said, "I had to dig myself out of my out of my uh, garage uh, by letting the garage door open and uh, and shovel my way shovel a path out to get out of the house." So uh, yeah, Buffalo can be pretty cold. Uh, well, Lewis, you know a little bit about that. Uh, what do you think in Buffalo and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Buffalo can be cold. No doubt about that, man. I remember going back up there when when Rob was playing up there. Rob Riddick was uh-huh. playing up there and going to see him play many times. Um, you know, and Jim Kelly was a prior teammate as as well. Uh, oh yeah, in the original USFL with the Houston Gamblers and all that. So uh, spent uh, a lot of time up there. And uh, yeah, it was never a never a dull moment. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Keep moving on. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would have to go with Dallas uh, in this game. Dallas to me might be the the hottest team in the uh, in the NFL right now. Um, you know, I mean, I think they're probably you know with two or three hottest teams in the league. I think Dak's playing at a uh, MVP rate, um, and I think Dallas has pretty much always played well in the preseason. The problem is going to be you know, what happens when they get to the playoffs, and that's normally where they, they crash. So hopefully – but Buffalo, you know, on the other side of that, coming off of a, an emotional win, they've been inconsistent uh, all year. You know what I mean? They just haven't been able to put it together week after week after week, and I think that that shows up uh, this week against the Dallas team as well. So I will go with Dallas. Okay, Duck, uh, um, you know, Will pointed out how Buffalo's been inconsistent, uh, even though they are very talented. And um, Diggs seems like he's disappeared. 
uh, from their offensive plan. Um, well, going against a Dallas team that that's playing very well now. What are you thinking? First of all, you know I ain't going. Look, I've been good all night. I done went with Jay and Will all night. <laughs> okay. I'm getting ready to turn the table. Hey, <laughs> instead of sweet tea up in Buffalo, Quincy, you're gonna get iced tea. I'm going with. I'm going with the bill. All right. Okay. Wow, Doug. Okay. Okay, take it, take it over with some buffalo wings. That's the anchor bar. Let's go ahead. Yeah. I'm coming back to you, Jay Hayes. What what bowl game this weekend are you going to watch? You got you got a number of them all. Uh, man, I I I don't even know which ones are up this week. There there's so many and so scattered uh, this week. Um, you know, who knows? I I may I may watch uh, Ford A and M Howard uh, just just to watch HBCU football. Um, and other than that, uh, you know, maybe Cal because I used to coach there. Uh, they're uh, playing in the Independence Bowl. Uh, and I, that's about all I can see myself maybe watching. On Saturday, uh, Monday, Western Kentucky, Old Dominion. I can't see myself watching that one. Or Tuesday, <laughs> Marshall, UTSA. No, I'm not watching that. So basically, the bowl ain't getting any love from you this coming weekend. Not really. I, they're just they're inconsequential. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not fired up about many of them uh, to see many of them, and you know, again, my my take of everyone's leaving for the transfer portal or get ready for the draft and not even playing, uh, leaving their brothers high and dry because they got to protect their their draft status and their injury status and all that stuff. I, you know, it, I, I'm just not fired up about watching bowl games. Like, like I would have been, uh, you know, 20 years ago. So it's not even UCLA and Boise state. No, <laughs> definitely not. Boise. I would never watch Boise state. Do anything. <laughs> was that, was that your rival at Idaho? Big. <laughs> Boise State is a diesel truck driver school. Okay. Oh wow. It was a junior college. It was a oh, junior wow. college. Uh, hey, Precious, what bowl game this weekend? <laughs> Jaden killed it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to give a shout out to Doc Basil from last night because he said I thought this was just about you know week one. Um, that Duck had left us for instructions. I said, okay, Doc, maybe so, but Duck isn't here, and I probably had the wrong interpretation because so, we just did bowl games all over. But you know what? I, I actually want to see um, some of the bowl games for sure. And and um, I think I want to definitely watch um, Howard. And, um, hey, bro. Howard and, gosh, the, and FAMU. I want to see that. Okay. 
That's the only game you watch the Quincy's. Listen, I I have a hair appointment. I I have things to do. I'm not going to watch (laughs) watching football. I I will. Who are you watching? Um, I mean, I hate to disappoint Jay, man, but the only game I'm watching is Boise and UCLA. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I'm still working on Inconsequential. I'm going to have to Google that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man. So, See, yeah, and then that's um, the difference. You probably would have went to Boise. You wouldn't know that. Wow. Place, Idaho. Oh, the only reason the only reason I would go to Boise was would, would be if I wanted to get my diesel truck driver's license. license. Other than that, I wouldn't go to Boise. That's just, that's just only if I wanted to be a truck driver. Yeah, but, but no, I'm I'm watching the game just because I wanted to see how things would go with uh, UCLA. It, it, I'm not a fan of Boise or anything like that, but I wanted to see how you know um, things will go. See how UCLA will adjust. You know, at one point they were going to fire Chip Kelly, and now he's still uh, alive, and uh, now they've uh, lost their um, uh, d- defensive coordinator, d- uh, Danson Lynn. You know who yeah. left? Uh, they had to go to their rival to go to. You know, I mean. Uh, USC, um, mm. and you know, I mean, they pay. Uh, I think SC was going to pay him two million. He was only making a million at uh, at uh, UCLA. But uh, we'll see how they adjust. You know, on the, on the coaching side of it, as they end things up, man. And, and they've got a pretty good defensive end. This guy um, Latu, who I think won the uh, Ted Hendricks Award for yeah, the defensive end of the year. Yeah. So they've got they've got some guys who are you know interested on the UCLA side. Like I said, not necessarily a big fan of of Boise, but just kind of want to see how things are going to play out for for UCLA. But other than that, man, I couldn't see um, you know buckling down and watching the whole game of the other one. And it's a good reward for for teams that make it. So it's really more about them than than anything that's actually consequential. Yeah. Well, as George Perlis used to tell us. They got bourbon and chicken wings at all those bowl games. <laughs> Sometimes the wings are bigger and the bourbon is better. Which one you go to. And, and believe me, George, b- believe me, George drank his share of bourbon. Yeah, that's right. He was, he was the chairman of the board. He was the chairman of the bowl that I worked for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he'd, he'd tell you, hey, whatever you do, turn them upside down and shake every nickel out of their pocket. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will. What bowl game you watching? Yeah, no, that was just it. I'm just oh, – that's me right okay. there. Just, uh, just right. UCLA. Uh, what about you? What about you, Tim? What you got for us? Uh, you know, I'm kind of curious about this Celebration Bowl. I, I saw Florida A&M, and I think they've only lost one game this year. Um, I wish they had actually competed for the FCS championship, but, you know, I, I think they make more money by going to Celebration Bowl. Um, but I'm going to watch that game and see what they do against Howard. Um, and uh, and I've been waiting all year for the famous Toastery Bowl, uh, Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. I, I can't miss that. <laughs> oh my God! Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Princess, you're beefing. I'm making this go. Hmm. I don't think I'm beefing um, at all. Just <laughs> making us go. And I'm actually going to the the, the NBA with um, the Pelicans and the Lakers the other night, and just how um, a 38, 39 year old 
made all of the young young guns look look bad, including Zion Williamson. Um, and I'm encouraging Williamson to, you know, to to get a little um, fitness. I, I thought he looked a little a little bit out of shape, and a I know little. he's uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's fat. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? Me. I did. <laughs> you, you yeah. yeah, he's fat. Yeah, his stomach <laughs> was jiggling at the at the free throw line. But, you know, I, I know he's, you know, um, got a baby on the way. He's moved her to New Orleans, and they have a new house. So there's a lot of things going on. But I, I thought that, that that old man, LeBron James, really dominated them. And I, I just wanted to point out that the young guns didn't come to play. Okay. All right. Jay, you're beefing and making us go, hmm. I, I, I guess I'm uh, beefing a little bit with the fact uh, of what happens uh, with the Chiefs and how they lost the game. Um, you know, the fact that, you know, Mahomes was going off on the referee and looking at what happened prior to the play, Tony came out of the huddle. He pointed at the ref. His mechanics were all wrong, right? He, he points at the ref, makes no eye contact with the ref, doesn't confirm that he is in the right position. You know, that's, his, that's what everyone's supposed to do. They're supposed to point at the ref, but not only point at him, you have, to, you have to get eye contact with the ref and have the ref make eye contact with you and say, yes, you're good, or no, you're not. And he didn't. And that, you know, just goes to show you why that guy has done what he's done in the league, been a high-round draft pick, get traded after his second year, because he doesn't pay attention to detail. He comes to Kansas City, does a nice job last year, uh, helps them win the Super Bowl with the punt return and all that. But even prior to that, he, he's kind of a, a guy that's never paying attention, you know. He just goes through life. He, and I, I think players now are uh, in just enabled so much that um, they they just think people owe him things. And he, he seems to me to be one of those guys that, you know, he's, he's always skirting things just on the edges, you know, dropping passes, you know, line, he lined up initially was fine. And then he, then he took even more, and, you know, instead of just making eye contact, do what you're supposed to do, um, he would have been fine. But, you know, the side judge is probably trying to make contact with the kid and say, hey, back up. But he, he wouldn't. He, he didn't even acknowledge the, the official, you know. And that, that just goes, rubs me the wrong way as a coach, you know that he would be so brazen to sit there and not, do, you know, do what he was coached to do. That's, that's half, of, half of playing the game, you know, and uh, more than half to me. And uh, that, that, that caught.
cost him the game and, and really cost him to make a play that would have been historical, uh, that people would have talked about for years, you know. Uh, but now it's, it's just, hey, this didn't count. It's a bad deal. Okay, Will, beeping, I'm making us go, hmm. Um, I guess I've got a little bit of a, a beef, and it was something I've been thinking about off and on ever since we came up with the whole horse-collar tackle rule. Uh, you know, and, and it certainly dates back to, you know, Terrell Owens uh, that year when uh, the uh, tackler reached inside the back of his shoulder pads and threw his body weight on the back of Terrell Owens' legs and, and broke his legs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you're watching last night where the tackler came in. He pretty much grabbed the side of uh, of Tariq Hill, but still threw his body weight on Tariq's leg um, and, and, and causing the lower leg injury. So for me, the horse collar shouldn't be about grabbing someone's collar. The impetus or the the emphasis should be on the tackler throwing his body weight onto the ball carrier's leg. That's what's right. causing the leg injury. You know what I mean? So that, that's been – it's bothered me ever since, you know, ever since they started. And then you, every time you see it – and it's not about grabbing a guy's collar. It's about throwing his body weight on his on lower leg at the end of the tackle. That's what they should be outlawing. Okay. Uh, Tim, Beeson, I'm making this go – Hmm. I'm just going to second what Will said. I, I, I think I said it maybe a month ago on this program. I think that is a dangerous way to tackle. I think it's dangerous. It's just an injury waiting to happen. Yeah. All right, Princess, back to you, Princess. Wow, that that was a good show, gentlemen. I appreciate you all. Um, I guess we'll see each other one more week before we get ready for the holidays. Um, have a great week. I'm Will Lewis, Jay Hayes. Tim Moore, Duck Riley, I appreciate you all. And a shout-out to Tori, who's listening in, um, my number one listener. Yeah, yeah, Tori, I I wasn't cursing either. I was talking about the mayonnaise. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he was, Tori. Yes, he was. Duck, do we have that boot on? Injury report for this show, too. Do do we we have the boot on? (laughs) Yes, I do. Amen. Amen. All right, gentlemen, have a great week. Um, happy anniversary, Jay Hayes. Thank you. Happy yeah. anniversary, Jay Hayes. <laughs> happy anniversary. <laughs> and a shout-out to Ricky Porter. Uh, stay out yeah. of the yeah. Never have a good sports radio. <laughs> <laughs>